Welcome to the Nonprofit Exchange Podcast. Stories by leaders for leaders to help you raise the bar on your own excellence to release the potential inside of you. Now, here's today's podcast. Greetings. This is Hugh Ballou. Welcome back to this episode of the Nonprofit Exchange Leadership Tools and Strategies. There for nonprofit leaders and clergy, but really leadership skills development is for everyone. My special guest today is a dear friend um, who lives in Texas and works globally, Terry Lee Harrison. So Terry Lee, tell us a little bit about your background and this, this networking thing that you're an expert in. What's your passion for doing that? Mm-hmm. You know, Hugh, I came to networking 15 years ago or even a little more. And when I did, I didn't know anything about what I was supposed to be doing. I was working in financial services at the time. And you know what? I quickly learned that I loved the networking part of what I did more than what I was doing. And um, Hugh, you'll appreciate this story. You've been a leader at networking um, organizations. Uh, probably for many, many, many years. And I, someone sought me out and said, you know, would you start a group for us? And I didn't realize that that's one of the things that's done in networking. I thought I was special. So I started a group and you know what? Things kept rolling ever since. And and I I thought I would start a group or two. And I never dreamed way back then because I had, I learned through the School of Hard Knocks how to network. I never dreamed back then I would have served thousands of business owners over the last 15 years and helped them to be able to create steady streams of referrals and to be able to to learn some of the nuances about how important networking is and how to do it. So so I come with some bumps and bruises, but I've learned a ton along the way and love to share it with people. And I've been participants in in a couple of your groups and they're high-performing groups. And um, you said the the format and the culture so people know what they're to expect. So it's networking in a very different way. So we use this word a lot. Yeah. Networking. So mm-hmm. interpret that word. What's it really about? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times too, I think people that think networking is I go to a networking event and I meet someone and I exchange a card, or these days you might get their information on a Zoom chat if you're meeting them online. And, and we think like that is networking. But there's so much more, like if talk about like the iceberg and the tip of the iceberg, what networking really is about is about building deep, meaningful relationships where we focus on collaborations. And, and so I can go to a Zoom and Q, thank you, if you invited me to an amazing networking Zoom late last week, and I got to meet a bunch of neat people. So what do you do with that? You might meet people live or you might meet people on screen, but Pick the people that you resonate with, pick, pick people that you think you can collaborate with and begin to build relationships with them. Not all of them will. Hugh, what did he say at the top of the podcast? Um, hey, a dear friend, not all of them will become a dear friend. We can't be a dear friend with thousands of people, but we're actually looking to get past like the surface connection and really go deep with our relationships where we know people well, we know how to help them and we want to come alongside them and do big things together. That's networking to me. And everybody wins. And everyone wins. And even the people you meet once that you connect with, we want to we want to have that exchange be super meaningful. And maybe you won't speak to them, with them again, right? But but yet we want to ever leave everyone that we touch better because we had a conversation with them or a bunch of conversations. 
what you've helped me with is is changing the framework for networking. Mm -hmm. There's a reciprocity in mm -hmm. giving. Oh, I yes. want to provide value in my Rotary Club. It's service above self. We serve others. Yes. And in, in our faith journeys, you know, it's about servant leadership. So, so um, we approach it, and people that don't like networking say, oh, "I don't want to brag about myself. I don't want to sell mm -hmm. myself." Well. That's the wrong idea, isn't it? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It is. It is. So, so one thing that I teach is about um, the concept of what I call the big ask. So, whether you whether you are um, in a networking group where you are going to go back repeatedly, or maybe you even have a chance one time to meet people, it's it's always great if you will throw out something sticky to the people. So, quick quick story, and you might have heard me say this one, but but. I had an Italian friend one time taught me um, how he could tell when he was making pasta, if it was done, was he would throw it to the wall and see if it sticks. And if it sticks, it's done. Do you cook pasta that way? Uh, no. <laughs> Someone one time goes, I wouldn't want to clean the wall after. But anyway, anyway, we want, you want your, um, your pitch, your commercial, your introduction to be sticky like that. Because, because otherwise, if it's just, hey, I'm Hugh Blue, I'm with Center Vision, and there's really nothing there like to catch my attention, I'll be like, okay, that was really cool, and I go on to the next person, right? But if you can get us to stop for just a second when Hugh says he's looking to be connected on podcasts or looking for guests for his podcast, give us something that sticks, and, and people will be like, oh, and they'll, and they'll write it down, and they will want to see what they can do to help you. So, so it's okay to say that you're all that in a bag of chips, but we want to know that you're fantastic because we want to know, hey, this person's interesting and I'd like to meet them and then hook us in with what you're looking for. So it could be that you're hosting an event and you'd like their help with that. You'd like them to attend. You'd like them to help you get the word out, whatever it is, um, hook us in. And what I call this is the secret sauce is not just like looking for one client at a time, but I call it the big A-S-K ask. The big ask. And how can you take whatever you're asking for and make it bigger? So one example might be instead of to be on a business podcast, how about to be introduced to a coach who works with a bunch of podcasters? That's what she does. She helps people launch and manage their podcasts. So she knows a ton of podcasters. That's who's in her network, right? Do you see the difference, Hugh? I know you do. And, and for the people listening, um, it's huge when you can begin showing up and it's okay to ask, it's okay to be proud um, and, and ask big because that's when you're going to get the referrals you're looking for. Well, and coming from the, the nonprofit church synagogue world, mm -hmm. we, we, we need to get our message out and, and we've been taught wrong, we've been taught leadership wrong and we're going to tell people about a, a workshop we're doing um, soon. Um, and then if you're listening to this much later than we're recording it, you can get it on replay. But teaching people the leadership piece of networking, um, and it, it's really essential today. And we prejudge people. We look at people and say, nah, they're not my candidate. Well, in nonprofit world, we're looking for donors or board mm -hmm. members, and we prejudge them rather than thinking, mm -hmm. okay, let's talk about the synergies between, you know, if somebody's going to be on your board or be a donor, you need to know what their interests are. What ignites their passion? What do they want to see happen? And we always make the triple ask, time, talent, and money for either yeah. organization. But then yeah. we're thinking, 
that it's the person we're talking to that's the end game. That's not true either. It's their Rolodex and their minds. Talk about how that that expands the possibilities. Mm, Okay. Whenever you will get that, get specific and get, get sticky, and put it out there what you're looking for it, it does we we begin looking in our head at, at well for well first of all it's going to be a, oh i'm interested in that or i want to tell my husband or who do i know and we begin searching and and we will we will look for um anything that's a match right so so having the ask and going all the way with it with the gift time talent, whatever it is that you're looking for is, is just really, really key. And may I, may I pop in real quick for the nonprofit leaders. There is nothing more important than being active in your community. If you're a local nonprofit, if you're, if you're clergy being active in your community, you know, sitting behind your desk um, all week long, isn't going to serve you, right? Being known, knowing others is, is absolutely huge. And, and so we might not think networking is important. Now that's for the business people, but that's not true at all, Hugh. You are so right. That is, that is spot on. You know, we get behind, behind our desk or whatever, yeah. we, leave, we say, oh, I'm too busy for that. So what's mm-hmm. your answer? To, I'm too busy for that. Mm, I don't think that you have any choice but to make time and I'm gonna not rat him out but I'd love to share so so my husband uh, if that's all right my husband is a right now he's a missionary and we we live in Houston but the work he does um, he is serving ministry leaders in East Africa okay and and but he's on there right now like we believe in doing volunteer no matter what's going on so he's in there filling out an application to be a sheriff's chaplain here in the area right we believe in serving and like doing what you enjoy. He loves that stuff. He did it when we were living in California a bit ago, right? And so how do you show up? Maybe it is that you're even going to go network with other clergy of different faiths in the area, right? Maybe you're going to go serve on a board at the local food bank as a clergy. Whatever it is, um, showing up and doing it will only enhance all that you're doing. It will only enhance um, what's happening for your organization, your ministry you're working at, and it'll enhance your life. And you will in turn um, just benefit other people. You're going to be shocked if you will get behind your desk, what can happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I want to go back to a part where we you talked about um, relationship. Yes. Really, you know, leadership it has its basis in relationship. Communication mm-hmm. has its base in relationship. Mm-hmm. Funding, people aren't going to fund you if you don't have a relationship with them. So Correct. talk more about building the relationship. And you don't go right in and say, hey, I'm Hugh, I'm raising money. Um, there's a relationship piece first, right? There is, there is. So one of the most important things about relationship is to be all about the person. And it's it can be easy initially in networking to say, well, the what's with the with and what's in it for me, right? Eventually things will come down to that. But if we will just stop and be and say things like, you, what's the latest with you? I think this is what led to us doing the event we're going to be doing and us being here today was, was what is the latest you and how could I help you? What could we do together that would help, help us help more people, right? And, and having that conversation with people of what is the latest with you and how could I best support you in that? Isn't that what we all want to hear really, right? And it will all come back to you, I promise, if you will put your focus on the other person first. Absolutely. There's a reciprocity in giving 
So, yeah. so we let the cat out of the bag. So let's tell we people. Did. Let's tell people. Whoops! No, no. Mm -hmm. We want people to know about this, but we wanted to give us some hard content about networking, and, and then we wanted to offer more. And this is free. You're not buying anything. This is not a webinar. We're going to hustle you and sell you something. This is a workshop. So, what was the the idea? You came to me with the idea. So, what was the idea behind this, Terry Lee? The idea was I wanted to um, elaborate on networking, knowing and knowing that your um, your oh my gosh expertise and all your experience and crux with leadership, right? And we wanted to marry the two for just like a fifty five minute conversation, um, talking about how you can maximize um, your leadership skills and build your network um, in this new era, right? We have all, a lot of change happening in the world and how can we show up to the best and highest for our organization, for our, for our family, for our people, and, and for you also, right? As, as someone that's a leader. And, and this is what came from it is we would both love to come and share some of our best strategies, our top practices, and, and our hope would be to benefit you all in some way that will make a shift and a difference for you moving forward. There's, there's a lot of moving parts to this. So she said 55 minutes, we're going to give you, um, we're going to lay down the tracks for how do you, how do you build your leadership skills so that you can deliver, you have the right message and you can deliver the right message. So we are uh, we're leaders and we're even if you're talking to one person you're presenting because we present to influence and we have a great product we have a great service we impact people's lives and so you don't want to talk to people you don't want to share it get over it. it's time to tell people because it's important and the work that you do is important and in the nonprofit world we have this v thing the volunteer thing so there's a lot of people who have a lot of passion, who can step up to work together. So there's an A, B part of this workshop. I'm going to do the leadership upgrades we named. Terry Lee is going to do specifically then how do you purpose this and how do you how do you become more effective at creating this win-win situation with, when you network? And then how do you create the relationships that that keep on developing? Uh, any, more, any more you want to share with people before we get back to our topic at hand? I think it's just about showing up as, and maybe I'm already going to go in the direction of where we're going to be, just, just that it's okay to show up as you, as who you are in your leadership and in your networking, right, Hugh? I don't have to go be you to be successful. I think it's okay to be me, and we want to encourage that as well. You know, um, people want to show up, you know, I got to wear this suit, I got to look this way, I got to be this kind of persona. Well, part of I teach transformational leadership. And number one, you have to be authentic. Who are you and how do you show up? And then how do you maximize that to, we're, leadership is influence. So we influence people. So this authenticity, how does that show up in networking? Mm, I think it's one of the keys is, is to be you. So, some, so number one, um, it is when you can do your work and when you can show up and be confident. And you're, you're okay. You're, you are good enough. It's not that, oh, I'm not good enough to do this. No, you are good enough to do this. And, and then just show up and be you and talk about what is important to you and, and, and those who you're supposed to meet and do things with, they will be like, I want to talk to her. I want to talk to him. So some fun, letting fun things seep out about you. So I always say um, I have a Supergirl cape and I'm not afraid to wear it. And you'll sometimes see my Supergirl pictures on my social media. Sometimes see it behind me at my 
at my desk, right? Um, it's okay. I guess some people will be like, that is fantastic. Sometimes all people, whoa, you know, like it, women are like excited about it and men are probably like, okay. But, but the thing about it is no matter what, just be you. We are attracting our tribe. We're attracting the people who, especially when we have an organization we're serving, we want people to say that, 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 that's what I've been looking for. And so it is key. We do business with those we know, like, and trust. And if you are shifting, if you are shifting around and not letting them see the real you, they don't, they don't know that it's okay to trust you. Right. So, so show up as you all the time. So part of what I'm going to talk about is creating your position of influence. Now, who do people say you are? It's sort of like your branding statement for who you are. And like this podcast, this nonprofit exchange podcast we're doing, um, we started this eight years ago. Your episode, wow. this is number 305 with 150,000 plus downloads. So people know about it. So at the beginning, we were going out there. You want to be on the podcast? You want to be on the podcast? Convincing people. Now, mm -hmm. People come to me, I want to be on your podcast. And so mm -hmm. we're booked out for months. And um, wow. it was it was clearly defining the value of what we offer. So we help leaders tell their story, which then brings value to many other people, which brings emphasis to the brand that you represent. And and um, so it, there's a there's a win-win or no deal in my world to just show mm -hmm. up and then build this collaborative sense. And we're not in a world where people understand intuitively how to collaborate. So networking is a little bit about collaborating. And you talk mm -hmm. a little bit about joint ventures is the highest level of networking. Can you, can mm -hmm. you talk more about that? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So collaboration, leverage, and whether you want to take, um, we will call it power partners, people who share your clients and it's not competition. And our focus there would be giving referrals back and forth. There's another level of networking. And that is when it's, I'm, we're going to partner, we're going to collaborate, and I'm going to promote you if you promote me. So it's not about like one referral of a client. It's about, I'm going to introduce all my people to you. So if you look at this, this is a sample, Hugh and I are modeling the sample of what a joint venture can be. So, so a joint venture would say, let's team up um, I'm going to bring my expertise and my audience. I'm going to bring my expertise and my audience. And we're going to, to widen the scope, right? We're going to serve more people together, maybe create a new message, a new twist on a message we've never done before. Because I've never done an event with someone in Hughes gifting at this moment, right? And, and, we'd, and how do you know if one day we might do another one? We don't know today, right? But but it's, it's a higher level of networking. You see, it goes beyond that one referral to who knows what introductions we can make and how we can serve people in a different way. And, and this is truly when you're taking your relationships to the highest level, when you say, you know, I know you, I trust you, and I'm going to introduce you to all of my people. It's not just one introduction. It is, it is, it is putting it all out. So um, this is where if organizations can find a way to team up in a big way like this, where lists can grow, where we can serve more people, but, but it takes you being willing to trust. It takes, um, it takes work on both sides, but it is so worth it. It is so worth it. I would echo that it's so worth it. So, you know, we try to do too much ourselves. Um, 
for the last 13 years, I've studied the leadership work of uh, psychiatrist Mary Bowen, B-O-W-E-N, Bowen Family System, and learning about self. And one of the concepts that, that Bowen talks about is not over-functioning. We mm -hmm. tend to do too much. We do things other people can do. And in terms of volunteers uh, in the church or the nonprofit, when we, the leader, do it, it's too much trouble for them to do it. We're robbing them of an opportunity to step mm -hmm. up in their ministry, mm -hmm. in their service, and they're their fulfilling their passion for excellence. And so we don't realize that part of it. We're creating a negative dynamic. And burnout rate is highest in history now. And it's not just the anxiety. It's we're not going to bother people. We're going to do it ourselves. And therefore, we're going to get buried. And so bad that Murray Bowen even called over over functioning irresponsible responsibility there's mm. a toxic part of that so getting people that understand where you're going and i think it starts with why simon sinek why you know, we impact people's lives so th there's a need here and mm -hmm. here's how we how we accomplish that need so there's a context for what we do when people ask us so I i'm going to talk about the position of influence and it's really your branding statement What's the value proposition you offer? Whether you're in business, whether you, you know, churches aren't all alike, synagogues aren't all alike, nonprofits aren't all alike. So what, what's different about what you offer and what's compelling for people to want to come and serve with you or to donate or whatever? So the networking, it's, it's pretty much the same if you're recruiting a board member or an advisor or a volunteer or talking to a donor. It's still the same kind of pattern, isn't it, Terry Lee? I, it absolutely is. I, I and and um, it it will follow the same the same. I'm going to build want to connect and build the relationship, and and go from there. And some people are your people, and they'll stick. And some people, it may be that one time conversation, but that is exactly where it starts. It just repeats and repeats and repeats. I want to give people a link again, and then um, it'll show at the end of this video. Um, and it'll be on the, the the site for the podcast if you're listening to the audio podcast. But it's Leadership Workshop, just like it sounds, no dots, no slashes, leadershipworkshop.org, O-R-G. That'll take you to the page where you can register for this. And even if you miss it when it's live or that you're reading this years later, or you're hearing this years later, you can still watch the replay. And it's still relevant. It's it, it, We're dealing with the heightened anxiety today. And coming out of the lock-ins, it's it's more important than ever to connect with people and talk about the value of what we offer. And, and so we're going to give you some really um, strong tips. So so and and some what to do, what not to do. So let's we're we're coming to the end of this really helpful interview. So let's talk about what do people do wrong and how they can they correct it. What are some of the worst things people do when they go to a networking event and how can mm -hmm. they how can they fix it? Mm -hmm. One of the biggest things is that they go to the event and you assume that because you feel like you did something positive because you took the time and went to the event and you met somebody that you want to connect with. And here's, here's where the disconnect is. And then you don't follow up. So you don't, you don't make that connection. But if there's anything that I could speak into now, it's that. So one thing to rectify that, Hugh, would be now we have, we, uh, we didn't always, that's how long we, I've been networking, and I'm sure you as well, where you didn't have like your calendar in your phone. So you can actually, I recommend, uh, like if I'm meeting you at an event, we're sitting by a table, is let's pull out that calendar and let's set that time to chat again or 
Or you know, could you stay for just a few minutes right now? Could we chat for a moment? Could we meet before the next meeting here? Just get the appointment down. You can also do it in a Zoom chat really quick. I'd love to set a time to chat with you. Um, here's my calendar link. Um, Zoom it over to them. And nothing's better than leaving a Zoom meeting and going into your email and there's already an appointment book. You don't have to chase anybody down. That's the disconnect you. And if, if leaders can get past that and begin following up and taking action and executing, that's when the good things will start. It's all in the one-on-one -on -one conversations where good things happen. And owning, owning the back the, uh, the, the follow-up, I can't tell you how many times people network and they give out a card and people say, I'm great, that's something interested. And they don't have that person's contact information. And they're so sure the person's going to contact them, they leave. Well, what if they lose your card? What if they forget? We need to own it. So you make the appointment right there, or you, you say, I'll email you. Well, you know, if they're leaving, there's no time to talk privately. So let's, you know, the famous thing, oh, let's have coffee sometime. People don't mean it. Let's, mm -hmm. can we have coffee on Tuesday? How about two o'clock? Does that work? Or is three better? So, you know, honing in on it. And, you know, the, the, the best target for a salesman is another salesman. If people are specific and if they're busy and you say, well, let's just, let's just settle this right now, they're going to respect you. A good leader respects you when you step up as a good leader. So own that contact and say, let's have the next conversation. And if it works out fine, if not, they're going to say, well, you know, I'm not the candidate, but here's somebody you need to know. If you've built that tr trust is one thing we're building in a relationship, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Well, that's that's the so follow up. I can't tell mm -hmm. you how many people um, I start a conversation with and then do the next step and they don't follow up. And there was mm -hmm. such good synergy. So that's we don't want to chase them, but we certainly want to ping them from time to time. Hey, um, are you ready to have that conversation? So don't yes. give up. Some, don't give up. Mm -hmm, some people follow up right away. Some people take some little time. Other people are really laid back and then they say, oh yeah, that lady, Terry Lee, I need to talk to her. So keep your active list active because some people might want to talk to you a year later. It's true. It's true. I've recently had some things that came through and it's because I stayed on it over a two-year time. Do not do not give up. Some of the best things take a bit of time. Absolutely. So if it's worth doing, it's worth sticking with it and making it happen. So we're not being pesky. We're just uh, valuing people's time by closing the gap. And you don't want to devalue what you offer. So, no. so I'm going to talk about how to create that value proposition, how to define it. So, and then how to prep yourself for having those conversations. Cause we sit around and we think, I wish I could get so-and-so. I wish this person would respond. Well, they will, if you step out and we have to go out of our comfort zone. That's the growth place. And as a leader, we step out of our comfort zones. That's where we're going to grow and be able to do more. Any more, any more um, things we need to fix or some best practices before we, we end this really helpful interview? I think one last tip in the follow-up arena would be when you get someone amazing on that first call is to say to them, hey, let's schedule a follow-up call in two weeks at the same time. What do you think? One way to keep it going. Mm. yeah it's so many people say oh they liked it and we'll i'll check with them later about a no do it now while they do remember and then mm -hmm. then 24 hours send a reminder hey we're going to talk about this because you know they've probably slept since then and they might have uh -oh. forgotten what you were talking about i forget so if i make a note on my phone we're going to talk about this on my calendar then 
I can remember because I've slept since then. So Terry Lee, as we part here, if they, people go to leadershipworkshop.org, uh, why should they care to register? It's free, by the way. Did I say it's free? Why should they register? Why? Why should they come? I think if you are resonating with the networking conversation, with the leadership conversation, the position of value conversation, it makes sense to invest this 55 minutes in you so that you can move forward in your cause and in your calling, in your business. And, and there's got to be something we're going to say. If you like some of the tidbits we threw down, there's going to be way more. And so we, we would love to have you come and, and love to have you be part. And you just might get some free stuff, but you can then- I'm take, thinking you will. Thinking you might. You will That's right. So there's, there's value in putting aside time. The best leaders continually work on themselves, building their skills and building their systems. So you're, you're listening to the Nonprofit Exchange, uh, a, a, a podcast of CenterVision Leadership Foundation, where we help leaders grow their skills. So transforming leaders, transforming organizations, transforming lives. This is Hugh Ballou with Terry Lee Harrison thing, saying thank you for being on the podcast today and listening and watching. And Terry Lee, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom today with our listeners. Thank you, Hugh. Great to be here. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Nonprofit Exchange. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.